welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Talent. Jo, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm getting a bit hot now in the greenhouse, <laughs> but apart from that, I'm good. Can you believe that yet again I've arrived here in the sundown? I know, it's, got, it's starting a trait, so, Michael. Absolutely, you right. Know, the rain and the, and, the, and the hail has gone away to glorious sunshine. It, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, today's podcast want to focus on some listener questions. Great. So we recently put a little request out to, to listeners to, to fire in yep. some questions and we've had some emails and also direct messages through on LinkedIn. So thank you very much for all those. Um, so I've got four questions okay. um, I'm going to put your way. I've, a little bit random, but I've done my best to group them together uh, into a logical order. Um going to start with everyone's favourite topic, which is the B word, uh, so Brexit. Um, what impact, Joe, do you think Brexit will have on the way organisations attract and manage their talent in the future? I think companies are going to have to get smarter and think about building talent pools and communities because some of the traditional routes that they were able to mine before are going to disappear. It's not going to be so easy. Yeah. I think we... I think retail is going to really struggle, as is um, healthcare, healthcare um, as is restaurants. Yeah. So I think there's going to be routes to market are going to routes to market are going to change. I think people are going to have to work harder to keep their talent and explain and give clarity around career paths. So I think we're seeing that with clients in terms of what they're asking us to work on. There's a yeah. lot more around succession planning. There's a lot more around career management. But I think people are starting to, or if they haven't already started, to build up a contingency plan of what and where they're going to get their talent from. And the first port of call is to understand what your talent, what you have within your business and the, and the gap between what you have and what you need going forward and make some really clear decisions but make it everyone's responsibility so I think it has to be owned by the leadership team not just the director of talent or the HRD this this becomes a company-wide contingency plan totally totally okay second question um what are the key things that HR need to focus on to support their business in the era of the gig economy and portfolio career I think HR need to focus less on process and more about creating experiences. So there's a, especially in, in careers, they're less about career pathways and, and more about career experiences. So I think digital, the you know, skills and kind of that digital the digitization of a, of a business, making that sort of self-service culture. I think leadership is still really high on the agenda, having a congruent, visible, um, really inspiring leadership group. And on that one, when you say visible, particularly in the era of the say, gig economy, um, and people might not necessarily be working in the offices, etc. How how much would that be more of a challenge? Well, I think you've got technology like Slack, you've got Skype, you've got Zoom. I mean, 
we did an interview recently with the COO of um, a small charity, a lady called Kavita Kapoor. And she, her whole team, they're a charity of only 20 people, okay? So it may not be as relevant to bigger yeah. companies, but they all work remotely. They use Zoom all the time for conversations, yeah. and they still know what their mission and their purpose and the value that they're adding, um, and they operate really well. But the whole virtue of their business is that it's a virtual business. That's interesting. Do you know that, that actually links into the next question I was going to ask you? <laughs> so we just oh, that's so we've got one last question. But no, that and, and that lot, that that next question was around um, like flexibility, gig workers, work-life balance, the top in HR priority lists. How can organisations maintain their culture amid a more virtual and dispersed workforce? Well, I think it makes it more tricky. I mean, you know, let's let's not um, avoid the elephant in the room. I think, you know, you have to work harder when things are remote and where um, you're not necessarily getting that face-to-face -face time. But I think it's all about the kind of the cadence of when you check in. So how many times do you have, what are your meetings for? So do you, do you have all staffs? How, how are they delivered? So um, NBC Universal recent, earlier um, last year we did a piece of work for them. And their whole leadership team, so their, their two main, you know, the president and the CFO were going to America. And we got brought in to do a piece of work specifically around how they could build a culture in London with the leadership team. Yeah. And the recommendations that we talked about was that actually you need to communicate more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, find, but use the different channels. So use, you know, um, all staffs. Use team meetings more productively. Um use slack or use zoom use the tools and and be really clear about why you're using them so be really deliberate i think where companies fail around culture is is to kind of throw kitchen sink at it yeah and expect people to just you know want to use slack and want to you know skype all the time and they want everything on their mac and um, I think you have to know who your tribes are and you need to think about different routes. In the same way as if you're making a TV programme, it's going to be very different at 7 o'clock than it is at 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's all about understanding your audience and finding different channels to, to be consistent about those messages. So whether there is, you know, like... You know, a lot of the digital companies have like um, like these little auditoriums, sort of a bit like basketball courts built in, and they and when they do their all staff, they have on the screen all the different businesses listening. There's one message, everybody stops to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Move Move does Move does that too. They they find ways of bringing that community and that culture. Yeah, really cool. And, in think, really and cool today, ways. with technology and things, everything is so possible. Yeah. The issue is that when technology doesn't work, so I've been in businesses, as I'm sure you true. have, where <laughs> yeah, you're, true. you're about to do an all staff and the and the link goes down, and you're like you're st you, you know you're supposed to have America. Um, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. And I, and I think that's tricky in a, in a in a global company is tricky, but that's where your leadership need to step up. Yep. So in the oil and gas company that we worked in, there was a message that was delivered to sort of the GMBH, the headquarters, 
and then it was the job of those directors in Brazil yeah. or in you know Houston to go and deliver that. And they measured those leaders on whether they'd done it or not because they sent a survey out to people <laughs> saying, you know, do you understand the message? How was it delivered? You know. So if they didn't, they're interested. Yeah. So I think it's something you know you 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 want it to be agile and you and you know but some people do you know I I definitely miss that face to face now I sort of set my consultancy so I've had to find different ways of you know you know articulating our culture and articulating who we are but the best way has always been just to go and meet somebody and have a coffee okay, and totally. you know, rather than try and expect everything to come through your website or yeah. through your social or even through the podcast totally. you know, getting to know you that's why people hire you and why you stay in a company because you feel connected agreed 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 um okay final question um how can organizations build a pipeline of diverse future leaders with the skills needed for tomorrow I think it goes back to understanding who your talent is. Mm -hmm. So what you know, there's a there's a piece around identification of what you've got versus what you need, and coming out, you know, it's quite simply is an action plan. Um, I think you have to also go back and ask future leaders for what. So that kind of the question of potential for what. Yeah. Are you trying to get your CEO minus one? Are you trying to get a core of middle managers? What's the exam question that you're trying to solve? What's the problem? And then work back from that. Um, and, and once you've got some data, do you need to buy that talent in? Can you grow your own? Um, you know, can you promote people now? How ready? You know, it's a kind of that whole readiness yeah. piece. So I think there's no. I don't think there's one answer. There's lots of there's lots of inputs. But I think unless you know what the question, you know, what does future leaders mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you can't develop everybody to be the next CEO. Is it the exec team? Yeah. Is it the exec team minus one? And I think once you know what you're going after, then you can work collectively as a leadership team to come up with the right strategy, led by your HLD or your talent director to say, look, we're seeing this yeah and you want that but make sure that you're also thinking about it in terms of performance and potential yeah so you're not just trying to acquire future leaders because you need high foot you know high intellect yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. um so it's that intellect versus agility and and you know ability yeah um that i think sometimes when you're trying to answer that question people focus too much on the the, the ability mm. and not the agility yeah Joe thank you um, and thank you to everyone um, who sent in those questions we really appreciate it thank um, you so much I think one of the kind of our goals of, of the podcast really is to make it as interactive as possible yeah. so when we do get questions come in we, 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 we will always answer them we may not know the answers but we'll, we'll always do our <laughs> best to, yeah. to, to answer so um, please do keep firing firing those in and we'll continue to do um, episodes where we, we, we really focus on answering uh, viewers questions or listeners questions so thank you very much um, and until next time uh, I'll speak to you soon bye